something to feel like it goes. And there it is. So we are live. Uh, hey, everyone. Joe Mobley here, the original uncloseted conservative. As always, welcome to the Joe Mobley Show. And uh, if you're here, please subscribe to the podcast. And um, I mean, the, the big platforms for us, because YouTube hates us, are like podcast for the Joe Mobley Show and then Rumble um, for, for both of our shows. So um, definitely subscribe to the podcast if you can. And, you know, for me, I just feel like YouTube is an afterthought. But if you are on YouTube, make sure that you go over and subscribe to Outspoken Samantha, um, who is this. Oh, no. Oh, you're that way. Is this uh, lovely lady over here? <laughs> It's um, like opposite. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Anyways, um, so yeah, you know, do all the things. YouTube wants you to literally say smash that like button and the algorithm mm -hmm. literally picks it. It's the weirdest thing, but, um, you know, they want us to say it. So how's your day? How are you? <laughs> I am good. We just got back from my son's band concert. And I just have to say, it is so nice when you go out in the world and nothing is political. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to play nice political marches. <laughs> yeah, people are just nice. It's it's just great. <laughs> so it was amazing. That's, that's so true. I remember um, I came up in band. Obviously, I was an army musician. I've been in band my whole life, except for now. Um and I just remember, like, middle school and a lot of high school bands just aren't good, but the parents still go and cheer their kids on. Thank you, parents. Thank you, mom and dad, for going. And it's like the musician hits this delta. Like, I got to a place where I was crazy good. I was like a top 10% army musician. I was winning all kinds of con I was like a serious trombonist. And that's when parents and friends stopped coming. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's interesting, but it's like, all right, now I'm a professional. I'm playing concerto, concertos. I'm sitting in with orchestras and it's like, people are like, man, we, we went yeah. to your middle school band concert. <laughs> uh, how was the concert? It was actually really good. They, they did one kind of at the beginning of the year and then they did this one. So it's really nice to see the improvement. And again, when I look at these kids and just the fact that they're focusing on music and they're having a good time and they're interacting with their peers. And I just, I don't want to take the childhood experience for granted. I mean, you just see what so many kids are going through in this country. And it just, it almost makes me a little emotional when I'm, when I'm there just to see them just enjoying music and just being kids because so many kids are just seem to be losing that opportunity. And it makes me sad. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, amen to that. I I agree. So Yeah. Yeah. That uh, was good. Yeah. The the internet of things today is interesting. Um, so I just saw something I thought it was breaking, but I guess it broke like five hours ago, but who knows, about one of our stories um oh. for tonight. Uh but guys, we're you know, we are evolving the show and still working things out, so just be here and enjoy the flexibility as we're figuring out format and those things. Um, so tonight's format is we're going to be talking about five stories, uh, lots of fun. So we are bringing you 
more news about Tucker Carlson. And um, if you hadn't heard that, you know, he kind of released this, um, this, uh, I thought it was really clever and funny video. Um, Tucker breaks his silence uh, since his firing. Uh, and then there's the media matters of things with Tucker. Uh, we're going to be talking about the U.S. Navy and their interesting, to say the least, uh, new recruitment strategy, which I I don't even know. I'm glad that's your story. <laughs> like, like, uh, I don't even know. Uh, Tennessee is passing common sense, literally, in their laws. And it wouldn't be a show worth watching if we didn't have something to say about the blessed Bud Light boycott. Uh, so we're going to get into it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We don't know what we're doing. We can't even put up signs that say like professionals. We are not professionals. And I think that's what makes it good. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Let's get into it. So I just remembered, see, not professionals. I, um, I'm using my stream deck for shorter YouTube videos as well. So I have to manually press the next scene at the end of this intro because I need the automatic intro for the other kind of YouTube video for it to go because I'm, I'm that lazy. Some people think it's diligence and like, oh, hard work ethic. No, it's laziness, guys. I hate editing. That's why I, that's why I like to do a live show. And that's why I try and do one take kind of live-ish takes for my YouTube videos and my short form content. It's because I'm lazy. And then I can just clip off the ends, kind of make sure there's no crazy sound peaking and then boom, it's done. Um, so yeah. Well, I think you're lucky. You're in luck because you were born in the right era because everything essentially <laughs> just promotes laziness these days. So um, anything to make our lives more simple or to exert as minimal effort as possible like you were born in the right day and age 100 <laughs> percent. all right well what's our what's our first story i don't know is this me is this you it doesn't even say oh i just realized that yeah well guys okay. tucker uh tucker uh <clears throat> broke his silence we should watch the video oh it's uh, it's two and a half minutes though well, I think a lot of people have probably seen it by now, so maybe just roll a little bit of it just as a refresher. Yeah, we'll play the beginning and the end. So I thought the end was pretty baller. Uh, but if you guys haven't seen, Tucker, like a true boss, on the Monday after he got fired, so what was supposed to be his next show, that starts at 8, at 8.01 p.m., he dropped this on Twitter um, from his home studio, which Fox is probably giving him a little bit of a a little bit of crap over because of, like the intellectual property of the image or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but anyway, he'll get that sorted out. But this video crushed 80 million views on yep. the tweet, 20 almost 24 million views on the actual video. 
uh, including the one that we're about to add right now. Um, but here's what he had to say. Here's the beginning and end of what he had to say. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also. A lot of them. <laughs> oh, man. He's such a such a guy mm -hmm. all right let's uh let's skip ahead oh come on internet don't give me that look this is like a classic well, tucker face <laughs> I do i need to like restart it what's uh what's uh, going on here good evening it's tucker no we we literally just Tires, heard that trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker that's the iron law of the universe true things prevail where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Classic Tucker. I love that. Well, and we missed my my favorite part, which was just after he said you can find hilarious people, you also find a lot of really stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> We you know, watch the I, whole I, thing. I, we got an hour. I know, I know. We could have, but we have a lot to get to. But I just really appreciated that message. And I think that everything that he said, both in his last speech at the Heritage Foundation and also this speech, he talked so much about truth. And I think ultimately he's really calling people out for how deceptive the media has been and how people are just rejecting that. And the media is not paying attention. They don't care. Like CNN is never going to get the message that, you know, despite the fact that they have like 12 people that are watching them and nobody's coming back. Nobody cares what happened to Don Lemon. Like nobody cares about his future. <laughs> They're never going to get the message that people care about being lied to and people know when they're being lied to and they are never going to correct this path no matter if they run cnn into the ground no matter if they run fox news into the ground no they're not they they don't get it they're they're tone deaf whatever whatever little pithy thing we can say that's literally them the comments on these tweets are just the greatest like this is just one of like a thousand like the the internet is the most interesting thing and i feel good when i make like a good meme like oh i made a meme i did make that that mug club uh that meme of tucker carlson at stephen crowder's desk i made that <laughs> but the my problem with it not my problem the thing that i like about it is mainstream media thinks that they are like the banks, like too big to fail. Government will prop us up. Um, we can put out bullcrap coverage of January 6th and bullcrap coverage of, you know, I mean, they've been bullcrapping since Tower 7, 9-11, okay? Like, mm -hmm. and, and long before that. And they think that us normies are peasants and they think, even lower than peasants, the, the true untouchables are people like us, like citizen journalists, people that have their own uh, content channels, like Awaken with JP or like an Ali Beth Stuckey. They're, they're, they think that there's this great divide. 
And Mm -hmm. truly, they are losing crazy market share. Guys like the Daily Wire, the Blaze, Prager, Turning Point, the list goes on and on and on, are gobbling it up. You know, they say, like, Mm -hmm. cut the cord, get rid of cable news, get rid of cable this, cable that. Um, And, you know, as much as I make fun of, like, Netflix for being woke, but even, you know, services like Netflix are, are going to put Hollywood out of business and going to put cable and mainstream media, like, they're they're not news no no they're like creative writing yes Mm -hmm. yeah there is just pure opinion it's like this is what happened they spend three seconds talking about the actual event and then 30 minutes telling you what you need to think about it so it's not it's not news at all but unfortunately a lot of people that feel oh my gosh whoa sorry i was like um (laughs) You know, the people that still watch these news programs, um, they they absorb this information like it's news. And I think that's a big part of the problem. Um, yeah, but uh, clearly we're seeing that they're not too big to fail. I mean, I've heard all of these numbers, you know, especially for that particular time slot that Tucker Carlson was in, I mean, dropping viewership by like up to 60% just for that time slot. And I don't know how they're going to make it up. Well, did you see the new replacement has been announced? I did. (laughs) I don't know who that, I don't know who he is. I've seen him, but. No, not, um, not, uh, what's his face? The third Lawrence. Um, but the new, the new permanent replacement has been announced. And oh, maybe I missed that. Yeah, it happened today. Here, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. In Daily Caller reporting that Kaylee McEnany is taking over Tucker's spot. Oh my goodness. So, okay. I have I mean... to admit... In the back of my brain, I was like, I think the only person that they could put in that spot that even has a shot is Kaylee McEnany. Really? Um, oh, you nailed it. She wasn't even on my radar. She, she, she's so the, good. She is so good. And I mean, she solidified her credibility and her knowledge of the facts and her ability to just, um, you know, just be so accurate in everything that she says. And I mean, she was an amazing press secretary and people have a lot of respect for her and they like her. Um, So yeah, I was like, I think the only person that's gonna be able to pull this off is Kaylee McEnany. Do I think that she's gonna have the viewership that Tucker had? I don't think so, but I think that she's the only way that they're gonna save themselves in any way. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, I was kind of happy because when they put, and now I feel so bad because his name escapes me. It's like something Lawrence the Third or Lawrence Jones the Third. Um, uh-huh. He got like a bunch of hate on the internet for no reason other than like Tucker fans were like just booing everyone that they put in the slot. And it made me feel bad because one, he's like 10, 15 years junior, you know, he, uh-huh. so he's like eight years into his career, nine years. And he's just such a good guy. He's come out to cover so much stuff in Loudoun County with the school board and the governor's race and all that stuff. And he's just like the sweetest dude. 
um, you know, super high integrity. So I was glad that he got to, ho I, I guess he hosted for like three to five nights or so. Um, mm -hmm. He was on, he was on, what's today, Thursday? He was on Tuesday night, which is my cigar club night. Um, because apparently I'm an old white guy. Uh, at least that's what uh, people tell <laughs> is me. Is that what you identify as but, uh, these days? <laughs> yes, I identify as an old white guy. Oh man, I'm super zoomed out here. Here we go. Here we go. We're gonna, we're gonna get in there. Boop. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, you know, I was also thinking, you know, she's also demonstrated herself as somebody that doesn't take crap from anybody, you know, so just like she has, I think she's kind of like Tucker Carlson in heels. And she also, you know, is somebody from what we can tell has a lot of in integrity. Um, so I don't see her being somebody <laughs> that will heels. ever have. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Um, I don't think that she's ever going to be somebody that we have to worry about being, you know, beholden to the media or, you know, if it ever came down to it and if it was a choice between, you know, being honest and reporting what's true versus, um, you know, being held under the media thumb, I think she would exit in a heartbeat. Like, I don't think she would ever trade her soul. Yeah, I'm excited. Good for her. I, I think that she's a, a wonderful woman. I've never met her Um which is funny because I'm like out here in the D.C. godforsaken metro area. Um, so I do get to meet a lot of these people. Um, but no, never met her, never seen her at an event, um, except for maybe like a CPAC. But uh, excited for her. I, I think it's going to be, she creates a lot of viral but true news moments. Um, yep. And I, I just, I see her sitting like at the Fox desk with this huge binder like <laughs> waving off the teleprompter people like now I, I got it in my book. Yeah. She's like, I'm good. Y'all can just go home. I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I'm, I'm excited that, well, I mean, excited as I can be, you know, seeing as Tucker Carlson is gone, but. <laughs> so longtime fans of the show will remember that my accomplishment where I knew that I had made it as a podcaster was when Media Matters, the one of the greatest institutions of media and knowledge and truth, um, where when they included me in this smear piece, uh, you know, back when the DOJ was first deciding that parents were domestic terrorists and they weren't actually worried about drug traffickers crossing the border and actual terrorists, they were out here in Loudoun County arresting parents and following us around, literally in their vehicles that have Department of Homeland Security on the side. And it's like, we, I can see you at the school board meeting. Like, cops go to school board meetings, not DHS. But anyway, I digress. Um, but Fox's anti-critical race theory parents are also GOP activists, which is not true. We're not suing, but, um, you know, they, they say that we purport to be everyday Americans, but we're actually GOP RNC operatives. And Ian Pryor is our ringleader. But way down here at the bottom, I made the list, guys. I made wow. the list. Um, <laughs> I made the list because uh, I was supposed to be on with Dana Perino, but it ended up being Steve Ducey. Um, and Steve introduced me. All true. Steve introduced me as a father of three and a U.S. Army veteran. Well, at the time, I was a father of three. I have four now. Uh, and I am, I was then, and I still am a U.S. Army veteran. 
um, but failed to mention that I'm the host of the Joe Mobley show, What Media Matters Calls. This, this just makes me so happy. A, uh, my website exploded when they did this. <laughs> A oh, wow. political self-help that purports to teach conservative listeners how to respond to criticism from liberals who engage in, quote, massive misinformation campaigns about them. Oh, wow. So, but Media Matters is there at it again. And do you want to yeah. take yeah. us into that? Sure. Um, yeah, Media Matters came out over the last couple of days. And if you watch Megan Kelly at all, she repeats the name of this reporter that um, I, has apparently I Megan Kelly. You not even not even a guilty pleasure. I love Megan Kelly. I think that she her reporting is great. But she talks about this reporter from Media Matters named Arena Berganti, and she says, you know, Arena hates it when we say her name in public. So she'll just repeat it and repeat it, you know, <laughs> Arena Berganti, Arena Berganti. So now that we know who this person is, um, apparently, you know, she's had it out for people at Fox News forever. She tries to, um, you know, just get in there and to remove pro protocols that will, would keep her from being able to get behind the scenes photos to hold against people. But... <laughs> You know, it, these leaks, if we can even call it that, of Tucker Carlson videos from behind the scenes are almost comical that this is what they would come up with to try and smear him. And yeah. I, you know, I don't know if you have any of the videos. I don't know if I sent them over to you, but I'm sure a lot of people have seen them at this point. And they're, they're know, in the, um, they're in the article. Yeah. Well, some of okay. them are in the article. Okay. Yeah. And they're not they're not censored. So if there's uh, children around, <laughs> Tucker Carlson does does have quite the interesting sense of humor. Everyone in this company is thrilled that you're doing this. I've gotten more calls from people about it. Oh, that's great. Whatever I got to say, I, I, when I came to um, New York a couple of weeks ago, I couldn't believe how welcoming and friendly everybody was. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, they, they really mean it from the owners on down. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's cool to see it. I like that. It's it's a good, you know, people are nice in this company, I think. They've always been nice to me anyway. With you. I completely agree. Everyone's been very, very friendly and very nice, and I really appreciate it. Uh, but thank you so much for coming on. It's, uh, it's Yeah, I bet that doesn't change. Of course. Yeah. It's just great to have you on my show. I mean, I've been on yours enough times. It's great. I think it's totally cool. So let's, um, is, if we're going to talk about sex, I'd love to hit some of the fine points of technique. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but it's your show. It's totally up to you. We can certainly talk about your sexual technique, especially after your tanning testicles last week. <laughs> Not mine. I, we'll speak in more general terms, but I've got something to add. What a terrible person. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness. Cancel everything. <laughs> I know Donald, we're, Donald uh, Trump's locker room talk was much worse. Just, just saying. Yeah, from twenty years ago, that apparently we're just not allowed to get over. But you know, I know that he told Media Matters to f off, and he called somebody's that's, girlfriend that he's never met one. yummy. Is that one? Yeah, that's this one. Yeah, it's it's twenty six seconds. I will say, um, and Tim Pool pointed this out. 
again, media matters. You know, I'm a professional political activist, consultant, whatever. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, so I've, I've been in the van, I've been on these studios and they've sent the, the media trucks out to my house and you, you know, you throw on your suit, you go sit in it. It's like you're in this whole studio thing. It's really kind of cool. But the, the visual of this is very like AI to me. It just doesn't mm -hmm. look right. And like his eyelashes don't look like real, but anyway, yeah, who, who knows who cares? Uh, maybe it's like the billion dollar cameras on these expensive fighter jets that can't get a clear shot of a UFO. Um, right. But this one is definitely not family friendly. Um, so my kids right here, but I got headphones. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Mine are in bed, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll play it. My One of my kids' bed is on the other side of this wall, which is interesting. Sometimes I wonder what he hears out there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's getting behind the scenes footage of you. Yeah. <laughs> he actually does a podcast while my pod it's a live reacts <laughs> on a different oh channel. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, that would be I I'll send this to you later. Um, but my kids <laughs> uh three of my kids no, they included the baby. My kids all shot a podcast. They they asked to borrow my phone in the basement and they shot a quick five minute podcast interview. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's awesome. the funniest thing. All right, Tucker, say some bad words. This this is why you get rid of your your um, you know, multiple tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollar talent and tank your company because of this. Yes, right here. You know what? I'm not qualified on that score, I will say. I thought his girlfriend was kinda yummy. Just kidding, just kidding, in case this is being pulled off the bird. Yeah, the bird. Hey, media matters for America. Go fuck yourself. That's the first <laughs> thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is, totally kidding, I don't even know. Again, these eyelashes, like, look at, <laughs> look, look at. I, they, I find they, it strange <laughs> that you noticed his eyelashes and I didn't. <laughs> Well, it's because they, they don't look exactly normal. And people will say like a freeze rate frame. It's like, oh, you know, that's like when someone's blinking. But actually look at his eyes and eyelids the whole video. The thing I want to say tonight. Very so strange. Is totally kidding. I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her yummy. <laughs> so I, I just, in my mind, one, I don't care if he said this stuff or not. In my mind... I think the real story would have been like Tucker's on air completely hammered or he's got like Fetterman strokes going on um, because there, <laughs> there's some weirdness in the eyes there. But also, I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you guys. I'll, I'll be the first one. I've said done a lot worse than that. So maybe maybe don't even be a fan of the show. So in 10 years, when because me, Media Matters is already on to me, <laughs> when they're releasing videos of me, number one, I was in the army for over a decade. Dark humor. I was also in law enforcement. I, I'm telling you guys right now that I've said a lot worse than that. And well, actually, I've never said anything about people's girlfriends being yummy. D different kind of stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think, you know, the obvious point here is 
I mean, there's a lot of points here, but it's obvious that it's comical for them to be outraged by this at all. When we see all of the things that the left supports on a daily basis, that they promote, that they get behind. I mean, these are the people that are trying to normalize pedophilia. So I'm sorry, but Tucker Carlson coming calling some woman yummy. Like if, if that is the worst that you have on this man, then you have nothing. You have absolutely nothing. And as many people have said, the more that they've seen of these videos of these behind the scenes, they just make it make them like him more yeah. because he's relatable. He's a human being. He's not perfect. He just gets out there and he says whatever he wants to say. And the interesting thing is every time we see, you know, behind the scenes, hot mic moments of CNN, I know that Don Lemon has had some questionable moments. I mean, it's far more offensive, but it's not even just that. It's what these people openly say. We just watched oh, a clip. It's way more. Week. They're they're like on Tinder for kids, adults <laughs> looking for kids on Tinder. But oh, yeah, shock I mean, and awe. Right. And we see, I mean, we see their main hosts talking about mutilating kids all the time, like it's totally normal, or you know, ignoring just all of the bad things i mean there are so many things going on but just ignoring all of these bad things and then they want to try and make this a big deal it is just it's almost there's no words for it and i don't understand how anybody can fall for this and i don't know if you saw the text that was leaked as well um if anybody hasn't seen it it was this long text message and on Twitter, it was trending the words, not how white men fight, because that was words that are, were included in the text. And just the gist of this text, he was essentially saying he was watching these Trump supporters, um, you know, beat up this Antifa guy. I don't remember what the setting was or what happened, but he found himself kind of cheering for these guys and, you know, just wanting them to beat the snot out of this kid because Antifa, as we have seen, everything they do is destructive. They are, you know, excuse me, attacking, you know, innocent people. They have been behind so many of these riots and this these extremely destructive movements. And they're the people that will be hired as security for these drag shows where kids are being exposed to the most egregious behavior. And I mean, so they're literally the face of some of the darkest things going on in our country. So who knows why these Trump supporters were beating the snot out of this kid. But Tucker was looking at this kid and realizing, you know, that he was starting to feel that level of dehumanization and seeing this kid and, and trying to remind himself that despite, you know, pretty much despising everything that this kid stands for, that he was still a human being and that he still had a family and that this kid, you know, he he's a person and he still deserves to be recognized as that. And I the, think the you left know, left, they left huh? that completely out. I mean, it's, it's almost like a very short in a little text. It's like this weird redemption story, but the left, yeah. they left the ending out. There's no, yeah. I felt this way and realized it was wrong because we need to feel this way for good and well-ordered yeah. society. And the left is just like, screw it. He's a terrible person. Like, like we haven't had thoughts. Uh, like with the, the summer of love when these idiots are standing in front of my car and I'm driving around Alexandria or whatever. Like everyone hasn't had the thought like, just move. I, I, I can run you over. Like make a road pizza mm -hmm. out of you. <laughs> it's Antifa road pizza. <laughs> that it's needs just to be like so a stupid. But 
but you know? I mean, it is. And I, you know, I think we've all had those thoughts. And I mean, you know, something that I have thought a lot about lately, because we know that the suffering in this country is going up. We see what's happening to the most beautiful cities in this country. And there are people that are just wasting away on the side of the road, like they're pieces of garbage. And, you know, you can't go to places like San Francisco and New York that used to be like these, the pride of America. And they're just, they look like third world countries. And when you look at the gas prices going up and the grocery prices going up and all of these things that are totally avoidable and you know that they're um, being supported because people aren't paying attention and they are, you know, supporting somebody because they're being lied to about what's actually happening and they're not doing their own research. And it's hard to look at these people. And it's like, you know, when there does come a day when it is really hard to put food on the table for my kids, am I going to be able to look at this person and not literally despise them because they played a part in this? because it was their ignorance that got our country to this point. And I think a lot of us, it's going to be hard to keep our humanity and to continue to recognize these people despite what they are inflicting on all of us, essentially. Just dropping uh, something. Oh, gosh, I can't spell. I can't spell at all. Just dropping something in the Rumble chat. I really try and spend my time in the Rumble chat, not in the YouTube chat. So, no, uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I agree. There are freaking delicate sensibilities. Um, you texted something earlier this week that reminded me of like just the double standard of it all. And they're like, this is terrible. This is conduct unbecoming. And without even bringing AOC and the things that she's done, this is Julie Briskman, who is a supervisor in Loudoun County, one of the most affluent counties in the, in the nation. Uh, here she is. This is her Loudoun County uh, like staff supervisor page. And if her name sounds familiar, it's because Miss Briskman here um, who is this sweet professional councilwoman was literally made famous by the guardian for flicking off woman on bicycle flicks off president Trump and his motorcade. That's her. That's Julie Briskman. And these are the yeah. same people with their double standard. Ah, gosh, get out of here with their double standard nonsense flicking off the president. Mm -hmm that come mm -hmm. out and say, oh, how could he? Oh, people need to be nicer to each other. The stuff that they say about us, not yeah. just Donald Trump who said, they don't hate me, they hate you. I just happen to be here standing mm -hmm. in the gap. Mm -hmm. Like, guys, if, if you don't get it, I mean, these are the same people that would try and get me canceled or fired for just saying guys just now because that's offensive. You know, Samantha right. almost died just now because I said guys instead of <laughs> people or whatever. I am literally shaking right now. Yeah. So <laughs> this freaking yeah. world is driving me well, crazy. Well, and I mean, the number of times that I have I've had somebody pop into my DMs and tell me to go end my life just for yeah, making that. a comment on something that they don't like. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I am not interested in your fake outrage over Tucker Carlson We're good. giving somebody the middle finger.
especially you know an organization that is so completely dishonest and he knows that they're they're constantly looking for things to um, to use against him he had the presence of mind to at least tell them hey i'm aware that you're here like i know that you're looking at me so this is what i think of you so stupid all right well i hate to bust y'all's bubble but Tucker's going to be just fine. Um, so it's already come out. Uh, Megan Kelly broke on her podcast when she was interviewing Patrick Bet David um, of Valuetainment, of the PBD Patrick Bet David podcast, uh, that they're offering him a deal for $100 million over five years, um, plus a whole bunch of perks. Uh, so real offer they included it it's all over twitter if you guys haven't seen it um here i'll read a little bit of it just so you can see um i mean a lot of the stuff that he would have complained about uh this is coming from patrick david i'll get right to the point we want to part with you with you da, 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 da. noble necessary effort um 100 million dollars over five years an equity stake in valuetainment president of valuetainment and a board seat to project your strategic vision and voice, which is something that he was very frustrated with at Fox. Um, your own podcast, daily shows, weekly shows, documentaries, movies, covering stuff. Like, they're basically going to roll out the red carpet. Patrick but David doesn't give a crap because he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He's an insurance, a life insurance tycoon. Um, so podcast is just something he does for funsies. Uh, <laughs> and now he's like, eh. What if we just started like a multi-million or billion-dollar entertainment company, media company, and he'd be like, "Eh, let's do it," and they did. And they're if you don't watch Valuetainment, um, you know, I hate to advertise for other people's shows, uh, but Valuetainment's a really good um, channel. Now, we don't want to have a repeat of Crowder and Daily Wire. This isn't a contract. This is a term sheet. <laughs> term sheet okay right. um, trigger anybody <laughs> yeah someone's triggered that i'm drinking out of the ladder with crowder mug i probably just lost five uh fans and that's okay <laughs> you are what's known as a snowflake um yeah so i yeah. i'm i mean <laughs> uh i'll i'll take it this, this guy I'm brandon just... brandon Stryka says if tucker declines i'll accept the offer please contact <laughs> <laughs> I just I think it's amazing he I mean we all knew he was gonna be fine and all of us were thinking like Fox News this is your loss like yeah. I don't know what is going on but you have got to be out of your mind to drop this guy but we knew he was gonna be fine and he's already getting like a hundred million dollar offer I think Don Lemon was offered a job <laughs> at Wingstop <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, nobody knows what happened He's, to Don Lemon. Like you nailed it last week. He's gonna be teaching at like the American <laughs> School for Arts and Propaganda or something, like teaching yeah. people how to do that stupid newscaster voice. And right. um, I just watched a YouTube video like how to spot propaganda, and it was going through 1950s and 60s. Uh, Propaganda. And it was very interesting. Everything from CNN for the last <laughs> is included in the, in the curriculum. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's probably gearing up and and getting ready to teach people about well, racism. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited I mean, about Chris, what Tucker's gun. 
No, I was going to say about being an oppressed man in, in the United States yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I mean, seriously, you know, LeBron James says it's, it's hard to just walk out the door without people trying to hunt us down and kill us. Um, mm -hmm. Zero examples of that happening anywhere in the United States. But, you know, whatever. Um, right. Slavery, bad. White people, bad. So says. Well, why are we listening to LeBron James again? Like, I just, well, black people, <laughs> black America, listen, we can do better, okay? Like, we, it, we make fun of Ben Carson, Condoleezza Rice, we make fun of Leland Melvin, you ever heard of him, black America? I no, he's, he's an astronaut, he's a black astronaut. Black America doesn't give a crap about Leland. Uh, <laughs> it's just that they're all, well, this guy that could shoot free throws said that white people are bad like we we've got to do better as a society so yeah well tucker ain't going anywhere he's gonna get a bajillion dollars to go somewhere and make independent media and he's gonna be doing all the stuff that they said he couldn't do at fox he's gonna be talking about 9-11 and tower 7 he's gonna be talking about epstein who obviously didn't kill himself uh and he's gonna be talking about julian maxwell and you know, before long, he's going to have like a James O'Keefe style video of the Pope doing something nefarious. Uh, <laughs> Probably. And then he's going to call the Pope yummy. Um, he. <laughs> Some Catholic listeners had just exploded. Please don't text me. I am not Catholic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, uh, it, he's, he's going to be just fine. And I mean, back to the video that he posted, I mean, he talked about how, you know, we've kind of gotten lost in the important conversations and we're focused so much on, I don't know, and they're not trivial issues, but he's like, when's the, when's the last time that you heard somebody really debating the, the important issues in the country, the things that are actually related to policy. And, you know, so I think that was kind of a big hint about what he plans to do. He wants to bring those conversations back and actually force people to use their brains and think about, you know, what actually matters. That's just, I think that was kind of the message he was sending, so. I want to play this short clip from Patrick Pet David because I think it's important what he says about like a certain type of guy, a certain type of figure or whatever. Um, and I don't know. It's an interesting take that I hadn't heard a lot of places, but I agree with. And I've been saying, you know, we, we just we're just too soft and snowflakey. Anyway, here it is. Maybe so purely support. Uh, uh, I said this to Megan earlier. Megan's like, so what do you think about the fact that the video just came out and the fact that he said this and he said that and this video that was released and leaked by, you know, Fox? And what are your thoughts about this? You know what my answer was? I said, listen, you know what history tells us? People who had the audacity to fight a fight against the bullies and bully the bully were never perfect. They were not the people that you saw them. You're like, oh, my God, what a, you know, fantastic this. Now, Churchill was able to do something Chamberlain couldn't do. Okay, it's just period. Ulysses S. Grant was able to do something. McClellan, who was all he wanted to do is train, 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 train for, uh, you know, uh, 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 for Abraham Lincoln. All he wanted to do was train, constantly train the soldiers. Listen, Lincoln's like, listen, how many more months do you need to train your guys? Let's roll. No, they're not fully trained yet. Dude, we got to go to war. Yeah. We got to win this war. No, they're not trained yet. 
<coughs> Ulysses S. Grant. I keep trying to get a hold of him. He's not, he's not, I can't get a hold of him. Lincoln is furious because he can't hear, hear back from Ulysses S. Grant. When he hears from him, guess what he says? We won. <laughs> and guess so what I think about, what I think is interesting about that is um, there's, there's a quote from the life of um, Winston Churchill where he's talking about how societies don't appreciate the men like him, the men that are uh, capable of um, tremendous violence, uh, making extremely difficult choices, um, but bullying a bully, a scrappy person. A lot of people in the special forces community, it's like they were like, either they were going to prison or they were going to Afghanistan to stack bodies and they just happened to have chosen Navy SEAL or Green Beret or whatever. Uh, Tucker Carlson's not a saint. No one was purporting that he was. And then you break it out. You break out the book and every chapter, chapter after chapter, is some some imperfect person doing something stupid that God uses in tremendous ways. Uh, and guess what? They were way worse than Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump. And, um, you know, some of them did some Hitler-esque stuff. We were just reading, um, we were reading like, first samuel or something to the kids and it was talking about how david's just like david's on the run from saul and when he's out on the run he's just conquering towns for no reason not as a military general not on instruction from god he's just conquering towns and killing everyone there and taking all of their stuff (laughs) (laughs) But Tucker Carlson said bad things. Yeah. yeah. We gotta get no, over it. We, yeah, we need these kind of people, uh, especially with, you know, the things that are going on in society now. We need people that just don't give a flying F. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> like, you know, they're just going to say what I don't know what you're talking say. about. I, I feel like we're safe in the hands of our super masculine military. <laughs> yes, I was just thinking that. So that leads us, we need to talk about this. Because this is the if worst. Our, if we if we can't <laughs> we can count more on the masculinity of Tucker Carlson than we can on our Navy right now. So I don't know if you guys have seen this story because I posted it yesterday. Oh my goodness. So the Navy, I guess, is having trouble recruiting people and bringing you know more of our country's finest to protect our um you know the battle space on our oceans so their plan because it worked it's worked so well in <laughs> for things like bud light was a plan to, someone thought of this yeah yeah this, this had to go through channels to be approved they're going to bring in a drag performer named harpy daniels as the Navy's new digital ambassador in a bid to boost recruitment that's set to fall short by 8,000. That sounds like an STD, by the way. Harpy Daniels. <laughs> Harpy like, that sounds Daniels. like something growing on your junk that you need to get t- checked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know what's going on, but, oh. you know, I, I have so many questions here. Like, has there been this unmet need for drag queen drag queens in our military that none of us were aware of? Like, is this the, you know, the boat that we have missed, no pun intended, for, <laughs> you know, decades of building up our military? 
where we really, the answer this whole time was to bring in drag queens because I cannot for the life of me figure out why we have drag queens everywhere now. Suddenly these are the answers to everything. This is how we teach our kids love and acceptance. This is how we teach society tolerance. Apparently now this is how we recruit people into the U.S. Navy. And I, I bet that our, you know, our foreign adversaries are shaking in their boots right now. <laughs> I mean, when you're a soldier, you spend a lot of time trying to like be in tip top shape and, and strike fear into the heart of the enemy. You're trying to run faster. You're trying to do more pushups, more pull-ups. You're trying to hit more targets, but I guess I just missed the boat. I should have threw on a green dress, you know, curled my hair and because this this strikes fear into the heart of the enemy and it tells young people i i remember being a young man and thinking i don't know what i want to do with my life and then a drag queen in navy uniform walked across <laughs> you know the way and i was like that's it i'm going to the recruiter this afternoon get enlisted you know go through a commissioning process like this is this is really something also, yeah. look, guys, I don't fall under the Hatch Act. I'm a civilian. All of this, yeah. you know, I think it's Yao Men, Yao Men, Yao Men, second class. <laughs> all of this Josh Kelly, United States Navy ambassador bullcrap. It only goes one way. It only goes one way. Every soldier, sailor, Marine, airman, coastie, guardian, I think is what the Space Force dudes are called. All of them who wore a MAGA hat and posted anything on social media out of uniform, all of them have been discharged. I can promise you that. But you can parade around. If you play for the right team, this this guy, this dude who is a dude, has protested. He's been out protesting um, pro-life, like an anti-pro-life. Well, what do you even call that? I guess he goes to pro-life uh protest and does a counter protest that's pro-death which you know that, that's <laughs> i call what them pro-death because that is the opposite of pro-life <laughs> yeah i don't really feel the need to watch his little video no but i mean unless you want to <laughs> okay so the point of this i guess is to bring in more gen z sailors but who are they going to bring in are they going to bring in the strongest of the strong are they going to bring in these manly men or are they probably going to bring in people that cry if you use the wrong pronouns i mean yeah. what does this look like in real time when they're facing the enemy and they're you know on top of it and they have to make quick decisions and they have to you know keep the uh the welfare and the safety of their um crewmates in you know, in the back of their minds and they're, you know, doing all of these things. I've never been in the military, but, you know, I imagine it's a very stressful situation and you have somebody that buckles if you call them a him and they want to be called a they. I mean, in protest, they could be like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit back because you misgendered me. And if you try to make this person actually do something, they're going to, you know, take that as some kind of discrimination or, you know, infringement on their rights. I don't, I don't know. This just screams. It's just you're just asking for a mess. You're it's like they literally are yeah. like they sat down and they said, "How can we get the least number of people to join the Navy?" Like how can we literally lose? <laughs> it's a classic anti-sale strategy because mm -hmm. 
you know, I don't, I don't know if they hired the chick from Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light that just got fired. Um, I don't know if they hired her, but this seems like the kind of thing that she would do because the, the Navy capability. So they need cyber and, you know, you can be confused, whatever, I guess, and do fine in cyber. Um, but the Navy has got an interesting mix of fighting capabilities that a lot of people don't think about, um, where they need to be extremely tough guys and gals. They have, obviously they have the Navy SEALs and, and some of their contribution to the, the SOCOM community. They also have SWIFT, which is like, a or SWIC. Um, I don't remember what the acronym is, but like, these are the people that are in those fast boats and in those like... Uh, not like a real seaworthy vessel, but smaller vessels that have guns all over them and they go in the really tight spots and do a lot of James Bondy type stuff. They need people to do that stuff. Or if you've seen, um, if you've seen that show on TV, it's canceled now. It was called The Last Ship. Um, and they would have these teams, these teams of people that would go off of this guided missile destroyer and go touch down on land and, and do a bunch of stuff and blow stuff up. Um, the the reason the united states is safe and this is coming from a soldier the reason that we are able to project power into the world and and kind of maintain a power balance is because the navy is out there 24 7 365 wartime peacetime doesn't matter they go on deployments like every six months forever for their whole career and they're everywhere there's mm -hmm. There, a fat chick in Britain doesn't jump into the English Channel without the United States Navy knowing, and that's what keeps us safe when we're sleeping at night. Them, right. well, not well, not this guy, but but some other people. Right, not this guy. Literally everything you just described is like the polar opposite of a drag queen. So, what are you talking about? You don't you don't yeah. think you don't think ISIS is shaking in their boots? You kick in the door with your suede heels on. <laughs> and I think they're like, doing something in their boots. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> they. I don't even know. Want to know what that means? <laughs> like, I don't either. But I mean, we're talking about a drag queen being used to recruit yeah. people into the navy. So what does any of this mean, really? <laughs> the I was just thing is, this is not a joke. Like this is a real strategy. And yeah, this, I mean, this guy's got a period. huge TikTok account. Like, hey, you're on TikTok scrolling through all your trans furries and whatever. Come on and join the Navy. Hmm. It's not, it's just, it's not going to work. That's why I say, like, I think honestly, it's, it's a strategy like they're, they're trying to lose. They are trying to make the U.S. less safe. And I, I'm sure that later when, you know, the numbers come out and they fall short again by, even, by an even bigger margin, they're going to say that people didn't join because they're discriminatory or they're not inclusive or, you know, whatever, you know, the, the drag queens are going to be the victim because people didn't take that as, you know, inspiration to go out there and fight for their country. Um, I don't know what I, you're talking about. I, I think the seas are perfectly safe. I think the United States is perfectly safe. We certainly don't have countries out there wreaking havoc, invading other countries, taking over oil tankers, drone attacking <laughs> places, you know. And, have you been watching CNN again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the border's locked down tight. I mean, we're good. The dollar's yeah, stronger than it's ever been. 
they've brought down immigration by 90%, according to Karine Jean-Pierre. So, yeah. You know, I would love to live in that kind of world where I could just watch cable news and truly think that everything is just wonderful. Like, if I just, if I wanted to live in a bubble and just pretend that we don't live in this actual, like, upside-down universe and things aren't completely imploding, I think I'm just going to start, start watching cable news. Um, so I can go on there and they can tell me that the country is totally secure, that our borders are totally secure, that we have all of the jobs, more jobs than we've ever had in our lives, you know, <laughs> that our economy is amazing, you know, I'm done. I, I'm tired of being informed. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> it's <laughs> literally exhausting. Well, hey, there are some glimmers of hope. I was just reading some stuff about woke movies um, failing big time. Uh, I need to make some content about that. Uh, that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and things like Top Gun. Uh, now, how good would Top Gun have been? <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> they totally uh, missed the mark. I mean, it was already <laughs> a top movie for like months. <laughs> But what they if, could have done so much more. What if they had Dylan Mulvaney instead of that that uh, female actress? <laughs> right? Oh, what was her call sign? That would have been so good. He could have been flying his jet, drinking his Bud Light. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what March Madness is. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. That would be such a good skit. That would be such that a good skit. Be. If you just have unlimited funds and you want to donate to Joe and Samantha <laughs> so we can make skits, I promise I would that would that. be on the list. Oh, man. Does that mean would I have to be Dylan Mulvaney, though? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I I don't know. So. I think so. I don't know. You have more in common with him than I do. So. Ugh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> have I oh, my worn a dress? I don't know. That is Maybe. not a question I expected to hear. <laughs> no. I wore platforms when I was a kid. I would steal my sister's platforms because, like, Spice Girls were, you know, all the rage back then. Must mean you're transgender. That's what would have happened now. Goodness gracious. Like, don't get caught trying on your sister's whatever. They'll, you know, your parents will change your life forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Goodness gracious. Let's well, see. Well, I know... I know that you saw a couple of things from Matt Walsh. Uh, Kansas becomes the first state to pass a law defining gender as a person's sex at birth. It's very exciting. Very yeah, exciting. Um, the text on the screen is super small, so I'm just going to read this for you guys. But Kansas is leading the way they're they're light years ahead we've advanced so far in civilization i have this theory like you know a car gauge if the car gauge has zero right here and it goes like 25 30 all the way around the fastest speed let's say the fastest speed is like 180 it's just one tick away from zero again i feel like mm -hmm. intelligence is like that and you can be the dumbest person in the world. And when you go all the way around, the smartest mind the world's ever known, the smartest civilization, the most advanced whatever, is just one tick away from totally and utterly stupid. 
Um, well, apparently <laughs> that's where we are because Kansas is signing into law over the governor's objection because their dodo governor of Kansas, uh, Miss Sweatserface, I can't even remember her name, vetoed this bill and that the state legislature had to override her. So kicking and screaming, this is what has gone on in Kansas. Kansas has become the first state to adopt a definition of gender with the passage of legislation to keep men that keeps men, no matter what gender they identify as, out of women's bathrooms, locker rooms, and other intimate spaces. It also separates inmates and restricts participation in sports according to one sex at birth. If you scroll down in the article, and the link will be somewhere, it's Epic Times, it's um, Alicia, nope, no it's not, I can read, it's Alice, ooh, I shouldn't have said I could read. It's Alice, how do you say this, Jor, Giordano, Giordano? I feel like she's a famous journalist. Anyway, uh, <laughs> under it, a female is defined as. Now, this is the new breaking news definition of a female. Under it, a female is defined as an individual whose biological reproductive system is developed to produce an ova. And if you remember, an ova or ovum is, is that thing that gets fertilized. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, a male is defined as, again, this is breaking science, okay? You guys are getting the big scoop tonight. A male is defined as an individual whose biological reproductive system is developed to fertilize the ova of a female. Al mm. Almost like if you took a DNA sample, you'd find XY in some and XX yeah. in others. It also defines gender words calling for woman and girl, which is not allowed in the federal congress father mother ma'am sir those words are dangerous in the federal congress but in kansas you're safe it calls for words such as woman and girl to be used to refer to human females and man and boy to refer to human males it also defines mother as a parent of what as a parent of a female sex and father as a parent of the male sex this is this is wild. I don't even know. I mean, good thing we didn't start the show with this because I don't think the listeners could could take it. This is just <laughs> too much change, too radical. Oh my goodness. Well, and I love that it 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 <laughs> it breaks this down to like the most basic like how fundamental, how elementary can we get because, you know, as I'm sure well, I don't know how many people listen to Matt Walsh. I know I do. I'm sure you do. When he talks about, he gets in these debates with people about the definition of male and female, the definition of a woman, because somehow that seems to be up for debate. We don't hear too many debates about what is a man. We only seem to be interested in trying to define this word. What is a woman? But he constantly uses this argument like, you know, if you can have a baby. And of course, they come back and they say, um, well, there are women that can have babies, which obviously we know that but that doesn't and then he gets it down to this like very very basic definition if your body is created to have a baby not like whether or not you actually can not whether or not something you know went wrong and your reproductive organs don't work but like down to the very basic you know in this definition it says an individual whose biological reproductive system is developed to produce 
over. (laughs) Yeah. You know, he's trying to get it down to just the very elementary, like, how can we get this down so they can't argue and say, you know, well, there's some women that can't do that. It's. It's so annoying to try and play make believe in this way. Um, Oftentimes, and Ben Shapiro did this with that, that super I, I don't i never can get this right biological man calls himself a woman super buff though who grabbed him by the the neck like a dog oh um, yes which is so interesting because it's like one of the most prominent jews in the world and jews who were literally called the forever dying people because of how many times someone has tried to wipe them off the face of the earth um which is interesting because you can read about it in a book uh, but anyway, he said, well, every cell in his body is XY. Every cell. You, you get a skin sample, you know, an eyelash, fingernail, hair, everything. Every cell, everything that I could touch or anything that you could scrape off of me would, under a microscope, be XY. And off of you would be XX. And there's no surgery that we could have or outfit that we could put on that would change that um but yeah you know the uh the the ova ovum talk is very detailed as well um we don't have time to play this because i don't want to go super long um i'll say this i highly encourage everyone to watch matt walsh's show episode 1153 from Bud Light to Disney. Um, but mm-hmm. like in the first quarter of episode 1153, he talks about the medical necessity of these um, gender affirming surgeries. They're not medically necessary. And uh, one of the things that he missed in his argument is you can you can't have it the other way. If you're a young man, if you're a young man, you're 15, you're 16, you got no peach fuzz, you're not growing any facial hair, your voice isn't deepening at all, you're not having any of the other anatomical things that should be happening at that time happen to you, you can go to your parents and say, hey, I'm not happy with this. I want to go to the doctor and get some testosterone to get puberty going, to get things advancing further. The doctor will not do it. It's illegal. It's unethical. No doctor will do it. If a young girl uh, feels like she's not filling out outfits or whatever, and she's 15, 16, 17, and she feels like her body's not developing the way that she wants it, and she wants to get estrogen um, pills, uh, injections, whatever, it cannot be done. Doctors are not allowed to do it. You can only do it in the gender-affirming nonsense way where the boy wants estrogen or the girl wants testosterone and this wants to get cut and that wants to get inverted and and all of this other stuff. No, you can't do that. It's malpractice. It should be illegal. It was illegal until about five minutes ago. But just like if I said, oh, you know, I feel like I'm a bipod, but I feel like a monopod, so cut off one of my legs because that's how I identify. I identify it as a monopod. A doctor will not do it. A doctor will not remove a healthy appendage except for that one. Mm-hmm. If you, Id- But otherwise, a doctor won't do it. They can't. They have to say that you have a diagnosable mental illness except for this one. And that's a red flag. And that's what people need to be arguing. 
Uh, Matt Walsh needs to argue that. Ben Shapiro needs to argue that. I don't know why they don't. They don't argue DNA, and they don't. Ben used to argue DNA. He's he's moved on to what is good and right for society to flourish. Leftists don't care about human flourishing. It's a terrible argument. People that care that are into beauty and love and righteousness care about human flourishing. So stop wasting your breath, Ben Shapiro. He doesn't listen to the show, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> It, it only works for the gender-affirming care. If, if you were like, oh, man, uh, you know, I'm 5'7", but I, I'm depressed because I wish I were 5'5", five five, so the doctor's got to cut off two inches or whatever. No, they're not going to do it. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, oh, there are so many things that they won't do. I mean, if you're somebody that sees yourself as, uh, you know, overweight and you're not, they're not going to go in and give you liposuction i mean they're not they, going they to... need they need weight affirming care body image affirming care <laughs> I know. um yeah there are it just i mean and i've made this and i agree with the dna thing i mean it really does come down to the whole the science of it all the fact that you cannot change biological reality and i mean i i believe you have i don't know if you have boys girls i don't remember i'm sorry i have oh, two boys two of each yeah yeah, and I have two boys and a girl. And I remember when she was born because I had these two boys and I was like, you know, the whole time they're like, you're having a girl, you're having a girl. And I was like, I'm convinced they're going to make a mistake and I'm going to have a boy. But I remember she was, it was like two minutes and I'm, you know, just like laying there exhausted. I'm, and I yelled, I was like, it's still a girl, right? And you know what they, <laughs> they didn't say? They're, they didn't say, well, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, they they knew. And, and it was interesting because, that was you know, bigots. generally. I know, right? They, <laughs> they're, they're so hateful. Um, but it was interesting because, um, because I was a little bit older when I had her. I actually had a blood test done to find out what the gender was. I didn't even wait until that 20 week when you do the ultrasound and they can, you know, take pictures and tell you. I had a blood test and I found out at about 10, 11 weeks what she was. And, you know, if there isn't anything that is more affirming than the fact that you can take a blood test and on a cellular level, you can tell exactly what that person is. I don't know what is. And, you know, the thing is, most of these people, when they, you know, say I have a transgender child or I'm transgender, they base it on the most ridiculous criteria. Like my kid played with a Barbie or my daughter, you know, played with dinosaurs and they're changing they, the trajectory. Of, or they do um, it in an obviously abusive way, like the jazzy, uh, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, where the mom is like, if you don't do it, then I'm gonna do it. If if you you better put that dilator in there and and keep your wound lubed up and all that stuff. It's just so upsetting and it's super abusive. Sorry, I I broke up. No, your it is, it is, and I think I think what's I mean, all of it is horrifying. But they keep saying that you know just because of the way that we're made that we don't have these inherent tendencies and we don't have instincts that are associated with the way that we are physically made. And, 
you know, they think that they can just, you know, take a girl and raise her as a boy and she's not going to have these natural tendencies when she gets older. She's not going to, you know, miss the way that her body was supposed to develop. And the same thing for boys, you know, they can just raise this little boy as a girl and he's not going to have any idea, like he's going to have no clue because he spent his whole life as a girl and he's going to be perfectly fine. And there aren't going to be any of these natural instincts you know, that come with being a boy that are going to come through. And it's just this massive mistake because the reason that we don't see a bunch of adults doing this, we only see people that are vulnerable, that have comorbidities and underlying issues. These are the only people that are being taught to be transgender. We don't see healthy adults doing it. It's because we all experience those natural tendencies as we get older and we become comfortable in the body that we were born in. And we don't yeah. look at things like, you know, I like pink or I like blue as a reason to question our entire identity. Like that it, None of it makes sense at all. Yeah. And I, it's something, I, it's something that works on a weak-minded adult or a child, which is why they're going yeah. after stupid adults and children. Yeah. Yep. Ooh. And they say trust the science, but famous, um, not scientists, I think it was a psychiatrist or something or a, yeah, I think it was a psychi psychologist. Uh, but did this experiment on his sons, on his twin boys, raised them as girls, and big surprise, one of them killed themselves and the other one uh, overdosed, uh, which well, could that be argued. Was, uh, that, he... that was John Money, and he was one of the authors of this gender ideology. And yeah. there were twin boys that one of them had a botched circumcision, and the, the parents had seen John Money advertising his services. Um, and they took him, <laughs> took their twins to this to this guy and he said you raise him as a girl and he'll never know the difference yeah when they got to adulthood i mean long story short both of the twins ended up committing suicide yeah just total nonsense and my wife was saying something the other day which i know was all over the internet as well um but it got introduced to me by my wife and she's talking about the the nonsense because the proof is evident mm-hmm we're not fat shaming when we say that you should lose weight to be healthy because when you look at 80 year olds, 90 year olds, people that live to be over a hundred, you don't see any of them Lizzo sized. You're hard pressed to find Lizzo sized 60 year olds because you die. The same thing with this whole transgenderism issue. Um, where's the use case for those happy, fulfilled, um, flourishing, trans folks in their 80s and 90s and and beyond there aren't any because it is nope. th there's nothing that's going to satisfy them there's nothing that's going to make them feel whole because they have an illness they have a serious need just like suicidality like that person in crisis needs something they don't need to be a firm that's bullcrap they need help and instead, we're telling them, no, you're okay. Um, yeah, this is great. We'll all play make-believe with you. We'll all take part in the delusion. And that's what's going to serve you best. That's not what serves them best. Their issues are swept under the rug and they fester. And those people still, at alarming rates, 44 46 48% still end up taking their own lives. And and then these idiots like AOC get on C-SPAN and, and get on the Hill and they say it's because of the genocide against them. It's because that we're not affirming them. Tell me a company, tell me an industry, tell me a celebrity, tell me any power 
in society that is not promoting, uplifting, supporting, and championing all of the alphabet people and all of the woke causes. I didn't get that. Could you try oh. again? Siri just yelled at me. <laughs> Even Siri's confused. She's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, and it's true. And I think that, you know, we need to continue to make the distinction between actual gender dysphoria because there are people that have that legitimate condition versus versus this transgender thing, because if we're going to be completely honest and, you know, this is going to get us booted off YouTube forever, um, there is no <laughs> such thing as being transgender. There is no such thing. That is not a thing. It is a word that they invented to impose this gender ideology and queer theory on young children as a, a method of destroying the future generation. And it just blows my mind that, you know, we've got parents doing it, we've got teachers doing it, all the, all of the people that are supposed to be, you know, have the most vested interest in protecting children, doctors and therapists and counselors and their preschool teacher, all of these people that are supposed to be protecting kids and they're the ones that are pushing it on it. And then when these kids grow up to be confused, they're like, it's because Joe Mobley and outspoken Samantha didn't support me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's because you've got your parents that are supporting you and your teachers that's supporting you and you've got parades. You've got a whole month of parades yeah. once a year. You've got everything. It has nothing to do with what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot more money in in corporations and stuff being poured into their causes than ours. You know. Oh. Um straight, married, Christian, conservative, like they're, they're just basically looking to put us in a gulag and just get rid of all of us. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Well, that's another red flag is the fact that they're like, okay, let's let this kid make permanent decisions about their entire life. Like, this is a, a child led medical procedure. And then we're going to shut everybody up that wants to send out the red flags and tell them how badly their body is going to be mutilated for the rest of their life. Like, who thinks that this is a good idea? Like what what other outcome could there be besides having a whole slew of these kids taking their lives? It's it's very annoying. The the lies in it are so pernicious and pervasive. And the left, they do this thing. And I know that they're intelligent because you can't do this on purpose. Um, and they're taking advantage of what the so the communists called the useful idiots um mm -hmm. people that just get blinded by their cause they're they're turning truth on its side on its head all the time because there are things that are binary like gender you're either this or that there's just two but then there are things that aren't binary like uh socioeconomic strata the economy value creation um fulfillment in life, flourishing, that kind of thing is not a binary, but they say that it is. And it's like, no, 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 you got two options for gender, sex. I don't know why we're trying to make up new words and stuff. You got two options. And on this other thing, you've got infinity, you know, you could yeah. like all of the parts to the iPhone existed, but the value wasn't there. And then Steve Jobs creates this thing. And it's not zero sum. He created a new pie, not yeah. not cut the pie slices thinner. No, create a whole new pie. And now there's a new value in the world for people to consume. And that's true. 
And that's why the economy is tanking because they're lying about it. Well, and a whole bunch of other stuff that would get us booted from YouTube. Um, but, you know, just print more money. It'll be fine. But this, this sexuality thing, guys, there's just two options. And, uh, and they're really not going to like this. But um, when it comes to... When it comes to human flourishing, especially at a societal level, there's really only one way for those human relationships to be, uh, and it's it's Genesis one twenty seven, one man, one woman <laughs> joined together. Uh, these are the same people that have throuples. My wife didn't know what a throuple <laughs> was until that story came out, and it's like a member of the United States Congress. Are you kidding me? Anyways. I I don't even, I don't even want to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think that we do need to talk about Bud Light at least a little bit before. Oh yeah. I got it. Boom. We're ready to go. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like staring off into space. I'm like, <laughs> um, so, oh my, well, I mean, where do we bush. even start with this? So we know that Bud Light has just been, <laughs> cratering because as we know go woke go broke and i think this has been probably the most epic um i don't know well, impact it's been glorious that we had i mean you know it, it was pretty harsh against disney and i think disney is still feeling the effects of it of course they're never going to turn things around they like i said they don't care if they run these corporations into the ground um but i mean their sales have dropped i don't even know what the last number was did that say 26 percent um which is huge and <laughs> now they are just desperate they are desperate to get people's uh Say, uh, customer support back the, to get people to buy their product again. They're even giving out free beer to every wholesale employee as it begs for forgiveness after Dylan Mulvaney fiasco. As expert warns, warns firm's compass is broken. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not heading in the right direction. That's what that means. <laughs> like. They, well, all they need to do is get a crisis communicator and a crisis communicator who I've done this professionally, would tell them you need to know your customer who you pissed off. You need to identify what you did to piss them off and you need to own it and apologize. That's it. Well, they are trying to apologize. I mean, and we've seen where the CEO of or, you know, the, the owner or whoever at the top of Bud Light has said, you know, I didn't know they were going to do this. I didn't approve this marketing campaign. So there's been this whole effort to distance themselves. You which can't do I'm that when you're when you're doing the apology for you husbands out there. That's the I'm sorry <laughs> you feel this way. I'm sorry right. you got offended, but I didn't have anything to do with it. Doesn't work, well, guys. <laughs> Well, you can't. I mean, it's your company. I mean, you need to know what's going on. It's not like, you know, with your kid, if your kid like throws a rock at somebody, you're like, I have nothing to do with that. Like, you know, it is your responsibility. So, you know, that's completely the wrong approach. And and then they've got this executive. What's her name? Alyssa Heinerschneid. Scheid. <laughs> I can't say her the, name. The names and words just get better and better. <laughs> so later the show goes it's all over um 
you know, she's trying to cover her tracks by saying it wasn't meant as an ad campaign. You know, it was just a gift to Dylan Mulvaney. And that just goes to show that these people truly think that we're stupid because we saw the video where she was talking about how she wanted to get away from this fratty, um, you know, what's it called? You know what the word I'm looking for? You know, just the image. There like the go. frat boy See, image, yeah. Yeah, the frat boy image that Bud Light has had before. And I'm, you know, and, and she was talking about how all the sales were down and it was her job to come in and to create this new campaign that was fun and light and happy. That's exactly how she said it. And, you know, and the next thing we see is that, or I don't know if it was the next thing or if it was before, but, you know, we've got Dylan Mulvaney with this case of Bud Light with all of these cans with his face on it. And he's doing this very scripted message about March Madness and all of these things. It's like your job was literally to come in and to boost the sales and to rebrand. And that you, you said that this was your mission in conjunction with what Dylan Mulvaney was doing. So there's nobody that's going to believe that this wasn't meant to be some kind of ad campaign. Like nobody is going to buy that. So nope. now we've got the, the, the CEO distancing himself saying I had nothing to do with it. And they, she's coming out and saying it was just meant to be a gift. And, and it's like, you know, what really doesn't work as an apology talking to the people that you've wronged, like they're idiots. <laughs> oh, nope. Um, it's not working. And I don't know if there is a way to really regain that trust because it's not just, it's not like they just put out a bad commercial or a bad ad, you know, that people were like, nah, that was stupid. Um, and if it had just been this thing where they sent Dylan Mulvaney a can with his face on it, like, congratulations. I don't know that I would have cared that much, but it was so completely coordinated. And then to come out and say that we mis misunderstood it. Um, yeah, this, this is how stupid they think that the Hodge twins had the best take on this. Mm -hmm. um, one, I'm still not convinced that this dude isn't just trolling everyone. Like, but this, this, the, his whole thing is just so over the top that I'm not convinced that he's just like, society is so ridiculous right now. I'm just going to troll everyone, and make a bajillion dollars, and then go back to being the basic straight white dude that I probably am. But the Hodge twins had the best take on this because they identified exact, they're not stupid, just like you're not stupid. I know it's hard because we're black. <laughs> And we're supposed to not know how to read and write and stuff. Beer cans don't put straight white people on their cans. They don't put professional athletes. LeBron James has never been on a beer can. Michael Jordan's now Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, what's that racer guy? Dale Earnhardt has never been on a beer can. Mm -hmm. This is not something that that industry does. But just this one yep. time, we were trying something new. We're putting a face on. Have you ever had a beer can with the face on it? No. Well, <laughs> because yet. they don't even do that. They right. don't put elite athletes, celebrities, Jay-Z and Beyonce have never been on a beer can. The only person who's been on a beer can is this confused dude. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to say yeah. that it wasn't marketing? Right. It's <laughs> unprecedented. Not right. just yeah, because of who he is. Like, give me a break, Bud Light. Ugh. 
Well, and they responded exactly how all of these people respond and say, you know, they, they shove the blame off on somebody else or they, you know, like I said, they say that we mistook it and that we were wrong. But I think, I mean, the the issue here is it's not, like I said, it's not just about a bad ad or, a you know, a, a small move. It's the fact that they're embracing this ideology that is literally meant to destroy the country. That's what this symbolizes. And Dylan Mulvaney symbolizes an ideology that is being used to mutilate and uh, destroy children. So with this combination, not only that, people have repeatedly said, this is not what we want. We don't want everything to have a political message. We just want to be able to purchase beer or go to a kid's movie or go to a theme park or be able to go to a store or be able to do something that does not have political messaging, especially this particular political messaging. And I don't I mean, I don't know if I don't understand why they keep doing it, but they keep doing it and people keep sending the same message. Like, this is not what we want. It is not working. And we know that you are fully aware of what you are doing. They're aware. They're, guys, if you're not awake to this yet, the left and all of the corporations, they are doing the spaghetti test. They are throwing everything at the wall and, and to see what sticks. Disney with gay characters and trans this and Buzz Lightyear is making out with Woody or whatever. They're just trying everything out. And if it doesn't work, there's the backlash and they say, oops, our bad. We didn't mean to. We didn't mean to yeah. put this dude on the can. Uh, <laughs> just we're sorry. PayPal. Oh, yeah. let's um, let's see if we can just deplatform Christians, conservatives, straights, uh, conserv uh, Republican, whatever. Uh, oh, oh, just kidding. Our bad. It was an accidental update to a very wordy terms and service, you know, 12 pages of accident. And every time they get caught or every time there's a big backlash, they just say, we're sorry, we'll fire someone. And boo hoo, this big executive is going to get a huge severance and she's going to cry herself across the river to Coors Light or, you know, CNN or something and be the chief yeah. of marketing for some other woke place <laughs> and get a raise and get a promotion. I'm, Maybe I'm over her it. Next job move, her, her job after being put on leave from Bud Light was to move over to recruitment for the U.S. Navy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. Biden's going to make her an admiral. Oh, Probably. Oh, man. It's going to be her and Herpes Daniel. Uh, well <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, the only way that she can come back from this is to change her pronouns. So, um, then she could sue Bud Light for firing her for speaking her truth. It's true. I just, his truth? I don't know. I don't know. It's their truth. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I, well. just, I don't know how they're going to come back from this. And the problem is, I mean, the, one of the many problems is they don't even have the goods to back it up because everybody's like, Bud Light already sucks. Like, they didn't have... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the room to play this kind of card in the first place. No. I mean, you know, they, they don't have a product that people can't live without. They don't have a product that people can't, you know, find a better version of and pay even just a little bit more for. It's like people are like, the... we only drink Bud Light when there's literally no other option. Yeah, <laughs> so... the cheap 
like light piss tasting beers are all the same. <laughs> when I was in college and in the, the nasty guard, it was Coors Light. You know, we were making mountains out of it. They all taste the same. Coors Light, Bud Light, you know, whatever, just kind of these. And I hate to describe people this way, but there are some people who are. But just kind of this like white trashy beer, you know, like the NASCAR yeah. special. Yeah. It all tastes the same. It just tastes like crap. But yeah. you, you drink it in social situations. It's the only thing there. It's free, you know, or and Jesus didn't turn the water in the Bud Light. He turned it in the yeah. wine. Uh, <laughs> exactly. so. You know what? I'm not even sure Jesus could have worked with that. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, this wedding's over. Water. Just give me plain water. That's all yeah. I can do. I don't know. I just, I don't see how they come back from this. I don't think an apology is even, it's not going to work because once you break that trust, once you demonstrate to people that you are willing to, to, to make this move and to politicize your beer cans and to, you know, to directly go against something that people have repeatedly said they don't want. I mean, you're not going to get that trust back because it's just a matter of time before you're going to cave and you're going to do it again because you already caved once and the pressure is just getting more and more. I want to find this so bad. We're we are over time, but if I can find this, because it's so glorious, uh, man, he puts out Jeremy from the Quartering puts out so many freaking videos. Just yeah, I'm not a big fan of his anymore. <laughs> just so many. Is it the Crowder stuff? Yeah, he made me really mad. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Oh, I would. Matt Walsh stuff. He's been going back and forth with Matt Walsh too, and I'm like, Jeremy, you're kind of obnoxious. Like, his Matt Walsh video was stupid. Uh... Well, the whole argument was stupid. I mean, we'll talk about that another time. It was just dumb. But I mean, no judgment on anybody that still watches the quartering and and appreciates Jeremy. I just, I'm done. <laughs> what? Is it? I'm not going to be able to find it, man. He he dubbed the Bud Light ad, and it was funny. It was really funny. Yeah. I just can't find it. Oh well, well. <laughs> I haven't even seen that one. I guess that's a different one. Well, this is a good place to end now that we're we're super late. Um, again, if you're still here, then go ahead, like, share, and subscribe. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast because we're pushing podcasts. I'm pushing podcasts. And if you're watching and I see that there are you all watching on YouTube, go to Rumble. Mm -hmm. All right. But yeah. while you're on YouTube or on Rumble, make sure that you're subscribed to my channel. Make sure you subscribe to Outspoken Samantha on both of those uh, video streaming platforms as well. And hey, like this whole media play this whole like alternative media thing works if you guys watch and engage and if it's not us then someone else if they have stuff to pay for right now i actually don't have anything to pay for so you get everything for free um but do it like do i'm subscribed to so many things we don't have netflix anymore um do we have hulu we have hulu do we pay for hulu i don't know uh but i subscribe i spend so much money on on new media and companies like that because that's what's needed.
That's what we need mm-hmm. to do to compete with Disney's got billions. Freaking yeah. uh, left wing media has billions. Bud Light, uh, we might Not be all right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might be all right with them. We don't. We don't need to compete with that. There. Don't interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. So. Uh, but yeah, thanks for watching the show. Do you have any announcements? Do I have any announcements? No, I mean, but I do appreciate people's support on my YouTube channel. But yes, please go over to Rumble. I am trying to focus more on Rumble as well. Um, I think it's just a matter of time before they nix my channel and everything that I've posted there just kind of disappears into oblivion. So um, I think it's important that we start really supporting these pro-free speech channels. And I know that it's hard, but let's, we, we can do this guys. <laughs> we can do it. So on that note, final note, I've been screwing up the advertisement for locals. Cause I've been telling you guys that locals locals is the, um, not parent, I guess the child company to rumble, rumble bought locals. And I've been telling you guys, it's like a pro free speech, like a, a freedom minded Patreon. But the mistake in that is Locals is free. You do not have to pay to join Locals. You don't have to pay to be a member of my community. 90% of the stuff in my Locals community is absolutely free. You can watch it. You can comment. You can do all that kind of stuff. Um, But I hate YouTube. I hate it with a passion. I am only on YouTube to build up enough of a sustainable thing for Rumble and Locals. So I am doing a drive, a membership drive, on my locals right now, there are 583 members. It was 580 this morning. Uh, and we are trying to get to 1,000 members in the next 58 days. I think that's July 1st. Um, so there's going to be three giveaways for people. No, there's going to be two giveaways for people who join between now and then. And there's going to be one giveaway for um, my A1 Primo people that have been here uh from the beginning so i'm so interested who are these uh who are these three people well i want to go and look and see who the three welcome new three comers three newcomers that's what i meant to say um but the website is the show.com slash locals or i think their vernacular is the show.locals.com or whoever you listen to locals.com um support the channels they're they're all over there and this is how we get rid of youtube they're they're not just going to go away because they feel like it uh so (laughs) yeah rumble locals stop drinking bud light and um don't train your kids (laughs) yeah that's it here's the outro (laughs) out to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in christ jesus throughout all generations forever and ever amen if that was the first prayer you've ever prayed i hope it won't be the last until next time this is the joe mobley show